0: God was working mightiful, so one of the things uh, that really spoke was a testimony of one of our ladies who got to come. So I'd like to invite Lupita and Eloisa up. And this is this is just a testimony of how how the Lord works. And so um, when we were sharing about how the Lord opens doors, one of our ladies said she felt the Lord saying when she shared. Uh, was pondering about 136. She said the Lord was just showing her, knock on that door, just knock on that door. You keep knocking on that door, and I'm gonna, as a, with all your might, knock on that door, and it's going to be answered. Well, um, we're going to do this. We're going to have, she's going to translate, and then she, I'm going to translate. We're going to have a couple of translators here. <laughs> so um, this is a fantastic story of how Eloisa, Eloisa's heart wanted to go Aloisa. Aloisa. Aloisa, how her heart, she wanted to go, but she was told no in the beginning, so. Díganos, díganos. Yeah, just wait, just, just, en español, sí. Gloria a Dios, amen.
1: Dios le bendiga a todos, amen. Amen. Dios ha hecho cosas maravillosas, amen. God Yes. Semanas atrás,
2: dos semanas
1: atrás, two, two weeks cuando weeks ago, ella dijo que iba a haber una reunión de damas americanos, amen.
0: That she was invited two weeks ago to come to a ladies, oh, make sure you put it, to come to the retreat. Two weeks ago she was invited. Yo yo trabajo en el casino. Mi es Casino okay she wrote she had to get permission from her boss from the casino so she sub, she submitted her may i have this off two weeks before
1: and she's
0: been no working there many years and the boss said even though she's a good worker she doesn't never has asked she only wanted one day off she said can i please have one day off she came back, the boss said, no, no way. Yo dije, wow,
1: no, yo me sentí molesta, She angry? Yes, yeah, she is. Yo nunca fallo a mi trabajo, nunca hablo a mi trabajo, yo estoy she
0: could. She, she, she could not understand that yeah, report, because she was such a good worker. She works hard, she's never missed work. She works they've even told her she what the best worker she is. she didn't podía
1: entender amén
2: She no why.
1: the Monday she came to Monday they have church Monday. Monday. postré aquí why? Me es Yo quiero estar en esa reunión, señor.
2: Para what, mí lady. era
1: muy importante. It was very important sí. for her. Yo nunca he estado en una reunión de ustedes, amén. Me she siento know, contenta.
2: Coming with you guys together.
1: El señor me dijo aquí Dice Tú lo ves difícil, es difícil para ti, pero para mí no hay nada imposible, dice. The Lord
2: says, for you it's impossible, for me
1: no. Ok. Woo. Yo me fui, a, me fui a casa, me fui con eso en mi mente, no le dije a nadie nada, solamente lo que Dios habló aquí amén. todos escucharon.
2: Yeah. days off Tuesday and Wednesday she back Tuesday
0: went back Thursday
1: mm-hmm. una amiga del trabajo me llamó One worked jueves worked y me dice Lola dice tú vas a tener porque a mí me dicen Lola dice tú vas a tener permiso
2: yo le dije friend, ah say, well,
1: the no work. they Stop call her Lola, Lola. He said, uh-huh.
2: She
1: this just don't worry, because because the, the friend is Christian, too. Say So she said, don't worry, yeah. you have two days. She said, tomorrow, she you, this is dorky, dice, do said, it's off for you three days. <laughs> wow. so he goes what? So she got three <laughs> days off. <laughs> dice, hermana, she said, you, this is a Clean the floor dice porque tú no vas a venir 3 días me clean me yeah you dice 3 days off the manager and
0: heavy
2: work because 3 days off
0: <laughs> so they told her to get all her work done El poder de Dios
1: es maravilloso, amén. El poder de Dios, me El poder de Dios está aquí. Amén. El poder de Dios está aquí, hermanos. Él es maravilloso. Él es grande. Oh Thank you, thank you, thank you, Thank you,
0: thank you. Gracias, gracias. Thank you for... Sh- I was so touched when she shared that at night. It was just like, you know, first of all, here they were coming to a ladies' retreat that they, there was a language barrier. There was, you know, they, they don't really... They have their service Saturday night. But the Lord put on her how important... She felt it was really important she come to this ladies' retreat. And when she told me, she did her, uh, you know, ask for permission, and the boss said, no way, no, one day. All she wanted was one day. The boss said, no way, it's not going to happen. She goes back, and God gives her three days. I mean, we serve such an amazing, amazing God. And sometimes we get so caught caught up in wanting to see big miracles. We want to see somebody get up and walk. And yes, we desire that, but keep our eyes open for these. These are big miracles. These are big. I mean, you know how God wanted her to come to this retreat, even though there was this language barrier. But you know, when we were singing and when we were worshiping and, and praising Jesus, there was no language barrier. And there really wasn't. I mean, it was... It was just such a, a fantastic, amazing uh, time together. Um, and Kim wanted me to share that we did, we, uh, the ladies, we were all given a little notebook to, uh, to make our own journal. And so some of the ladies decorated. I was going to show you, mine doesn't look like that at all. Mine looks plain blue. But um, there's a whole bunch of this stuff left, so they're going to plan, I don't know when, but the plan a ladies' get-together together and we'll bring these journals and other people and the women that weren't there will have opportunity to make their own journals. And um, when Pastor called, bless his heart, I was just leaving the retreat place and he just said, he was going to try to stay part of the morning. And he just said, oh, he's in his, you know, he was really going to try to stay. And, and Ada and I talked and prayed and I called him back and I said, Pastor, you need to go home. <laughs> You just need to go home because tonight we're going to be in Ben. We're supposed to be there by 530. He's going to be ordained into our foursquare. He's going to be ordained. And so uh, it's just uh, so he needs to be home to rest. And so um, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead, and I'm going to have two people read Philippians 1. And Adrian will start off. Adrian. So we're going to read all of chapter 1, Philippians 1.
3: All right, Philippians 1, Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always offering prayer with joy and my every prayer for you all in view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now. For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it. Hold on. He who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. For it is only right for me to feel this way about you all, because I have you in my heart. Since both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers of grace with me, for God is my witness. How I long for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment. So that you may approve the things that are excellent in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ having been filled with the fruit of righteousness which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and the praise of God. Now I want you to know brethren that my circumstances have turned out for the greater progress of the gospel. So that my imprisonment in the cause of Christ has become well known throughout the whole Praetorian Guard, and to everyone else. And that most of the brethren, trusting in the Lord because of my imprisonment, have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear. Some, to be sure, are preaching Christ even from envy and strife, but some also from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel." The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition rather than from pure motives, thinking to cause me distress in my imprisonment. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I rejoice. Yes, and I will rejoice, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayers and the provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. "'According to my earnest expectation and hope "'that I will not be put to shame in anything, "'but that with all boldness Christ will, even now as always, "'be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. "'For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. "'But if I am to live on in the flesh, "'this will mean fruitful labor for me, "'and I do not know which to choose.' I'm hard-pressed from both directions, having the desire to depart and be with Christ, for that is very much better. Yet, to remain on in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that your proud confidence in me may abound in Christ Jesus through my coming to you again. Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I will hear of you, that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, in no way alarmed by your opponents, which is a sign of destruction for them, but of salvation for you, and that too from God. For to you it has been granted, for Christ's sake, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake, experiencing the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here to be in me. I'm going to change the order a little.
0: You're going to be up. But wait. So I'm going to read, um, pastor said it's broken down in three, three sections. And uh, the first is 1 through 11, 12 through 18, 18 to 30. I'm going to read 1 through 11, and then Adrian is going to read uh, something that the pastor wanted to share with you in his absence. So I'm going to read to you 1 through 11. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Christ Jesus to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi. I'm going to say in Lincoln City, including the overseers and deacons. Grace to you and peace from God our Father in the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God and all my remembrance of you, always offering prayer with you in my every always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you, in view of your participation in the gospel, from the first day until now, for I am confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will finish it. Okay, now I gotta find <laughs> uh, for it began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus for it is only right for me to feel this way about you all because I have you in my heart since both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel you all are partakers of grace with me for God is my witness how long how I long for you with the affection of Christ Jesus and this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment, so that you may be approved the things that are excellent in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ, having been filled with the fruit of the righteousness which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So I'm going to read, I'll read 12 to 18 and then 18 to 30. We're going to, you know, reflect a little bit. And then at the end, Richard's going to come up and read the whole chapter again. You know, I don't know about you, but you can never hear the word enough. You know, his word does not return in void, and we know there's power. And, um, and this, is our, this is what we're going to be doing for the next few Sundays, Philippians. So uh, pastor wanted us to go over this first part. So 12, now I want you to know, brethren, that my circumstances have turned out for the greater progress of the gospel, so that my imprisonment in the cause of Christ has become well known throughout the guards and to everyone else, and that most of the brethren trusting in the Lord because of my imprisonment have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear. Some, to be sure, are preaching Christ even from envy and strife, But some also from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition rather than from pure motives, thinking to cause me distress in my imprisonment. Um, So just I'd like to take a few minutes, and I want you to ponder on those verses. Just ponder on them. Let them soak into you. And I'm going to ask for just a couple of volunteers to share what the Lord specifically showed you from 12 to 18. Does anybody want to share a thought from those verses right there? Donna. Oh, Donna.
4: well i was just uh you know struck that his imprisonment caused others to become more bold and courageous to speak up about Mm -hmm. the lord jesus um and uh they i don't know what they saw exactly maybe that you know paul can survive this paul can get through this right paul's speaking in the midst of his imprisonment um and all that he's suffering, and he's still so bold, why can't I? You know, why can't I? Thank you.
0: Does anybody else want to share? Something I've often thought, oh, okay, Laura. Well, (laughs) we want you to have it.
5: (laughs) In my own personal observation... Um, forgive me I, I compare myself to Paul when I'm bound I long for people to stand up for me to take up the slack when I can't pick it up myself and I think he that he so loved his brethren so much and they him that they were inspired to boldness because of his need Amen. And as we're knit together as one body, when one can't, others should.
0: Amen. Thank you. Something that has always hit me about the verse, the, the part that goes, some do it out of the love of Christ, some do it out of selfish ambition, but no matter how they do it, the Christ is preached and um i don't know if any of you men know but there was a man called Demos Akirian he started a full gospel business meeting he was from armenia and he came over i don't know i'll say somewhere between 50s 60s 70s i'm not sure but he came from his country and he his heart was longing because in armenia uh men you know they were strong in jesus and they stood up and he came over here and it was kind of like he was like where's all the men where's all the men and well, he started a full gospel businessman, and it lasted. Well, he had a, uh, a a traveling evangelist come to one of his meetings. And this traveling evangelist, at the end when the offering was ta- uh, taken and everything, and he went and he said, all that offering belongs to me. And the deacons and everybody said, wait a minute. They went to Deimosakarian, and he, they said... What should we do? He wants all of the offering, and, and we had said that part of it was going to go to the ministry and we were going to give him a love offering. And Demo Sakarian just said, just give it to him. The Lord will deal with him, whether he preached out of selfish ambition or he preached for the love of God. People out there were touched. There were people that the gospel was preached and people, people were touched. He said, God will deal with him. And I just always remembered that because I thought, does God use, how can God use impure motives? You know, but he says right there, Paul says, doesn't matter if it's out of selfish ambition or if it's out of true love. You know why? Because God's word's powerful. This word goes beyond selfish ambition. This word, it's powerful no matter what. Paul says, doesn't matter. There are people, the gospel is preached. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for using. You're more powerful. Thank you, Lord. So we'll read the last one. I'm going to read the last one. You guys can kind of be thinking. I'd like somebody else to share. Uh, 18 to 30. So, well, actually, I think I'm going to try, yeah, the last part. What then, only that in every way, whether pretence or truth, Christ is proclaimed. And in this I rejoice, yes, and I will rejoice, for I know that this shall turn out, my deliverance through your prayers and provision of all the spirit of Jesus Christ. According to my earnest expectation and hope that I shall not be put to shame in anything. But that with all boldness Christ shall even then as always be exalted in my body whether by life or by death. For me to live in Christ and to die is gain. For me to live, in, to live is Christ. And to die is gain. But I am to live on in the flesh. This will mean fruitful labor for me. And I do not know which to choose. But I am hard pressed from both directions. Having the desire to depart and be with Christ. For that is very much better. Yet to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. And convinced of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you. And all for your Progress and joy in the Spirit, so that your proud confidence in me may abound in Christ, Christ Jesus, through my coming to you again. Only conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come to see you or remain absent, I may hear of you, that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind striving together in the faith of the gospel. In no way alarmed by your opponents, which is a sign of destruction for them, but of salvation for you, that too from God. For to you it has been granted, for Christ's sake, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake, experiencing the same conflict with which you saw in me and now here to be in me." I want to read 29 again. For to you it has been granted for Christ's sake, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake and experiencing the same conflict with which you saw in me and now here to be in me. Would anybody like to share something they pondered or reflected on in that? No, come on, Diane. Oh, you. Oh, Angel. I thought that was Diane. Sorry. Angel. Here you go. Yes, Angel. Uh,
6: He reminds us that we share in his sufferings. Yes. And it reminded me of how we need to pray for our Christian brothers and sisters around the world who are suffering at many different levels because of their choice to follow the Christ.
0: Would you mind leading us in a prayer for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world?
6: Father, we thank you that we can pray one for another. Yes, Lord. And we lift up our voices together, Lord, as a family. And we ask you, Lord, for Mm -hmm. mercy on behalf of those in countries, Lord, who do not have the freedom to worship as we do here in this country. Yes, Lord. We ask that you would protect them. We ask that you would give them great grace to endure some of the great sufferings that they are having to go through. Lord, bring peace to their nations, uh. bring peace to uh, their situations. Give them the strength, Lord, today mm-hmm. to be yes, able Lord. to hold on to your mercy and hold on to your love. We thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. Um we do mission Sunday uh, every fifth Sunday and that happened um, the end of uh, September and we had a we had a guest speaker from um, Open Doors which it, they support persecuted churches and just he had been to North Korea and just what he was sharing I mean you know it grieves my heart sometimes no <coughs> <coughs> It grieves my heart all the time, not sometimes. When I see people just, just, you know, how bad America is, how we've done this, how we've done that, and you know, and what really grieves my heart, and I just I say, Lord, forgive us, forgive them, is when people burn our flag or step on our flag or those no, because I tell people I've been to countries, I've been to, I, I went to Russia, I went to China. Um, And but I've been to countries and I tell people I've been to a country You do that to a flag you won't even live to tell it You look at that flag different all of a sudden you're gone The fact that you can live in America and do that and live and and boast about it You should be thanking God you live in America, you know, I mean I just And then I see our persecuted brothers and sisters, they have to hide to pray. They have to hide. They cherish a, a piece of the Bible. They tear it out. And they, they taste the goodness. They taste it like honey. To them it's purer than honey. And I say, Lord, forgive us. Forgive this country that we, we just look upon these things like they're, they're owed to us. No, they're not owed to us. So Lord, just um, I didn't mean to get off there, but <laughs> but I, I when I think of the persecuted churches and I think of how people don't appreciate and and you know just to be in our country and it, it's just uh, Lord help us. That's all I can say is help us. So um, anybody else want to have anything else to share? Go ahead, sister.
5: Um,
1: being a Christian can be very costly, um, as far as my situation goes, I lost grandchildren because I was teaching them about, about Christ and, um, the parents will now not let me see them any longer. Um, I've lost a husband because I was preaching or proclaiming the gospel so it can be very costly, but when it all boils down to everything, I count it all joy.
0: Amen. Amen. And now I'm going to have Richard uh, read all the Philippians one more time for us. Here you go, Richard 1 through, one through 30.
4: Well, isn't God good, is all I can say. Amen. Every single day, God is good. Hallelujah, yeah. amen. Yeah. So let's recap this once again, okay? Philippian. And I'm reading from the New International Version. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. And whether I am in the chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you shall share in God's grace with me. Hallelujah. God can testify how long I long for you with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth and insight. So that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Paul's chains at advance of the gospel. 12. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to, throughout the entire palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. Amen. Amen. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of good will. Yes, I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for deliverance. Thank you, Lord. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body. Whether by life or by death, for me to live is Christ and to die is again. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of your progress and joy in the faith so that through my being with you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound and account for me. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or I only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm that I had, and now that I still have. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in the spirit and one in the mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, and value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used in his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. Being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death and even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him in the highest place, and gave him the name that is above every other name. That is the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow, and in heaven, and on earth, and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, through the glory of God the Father.
0: So uh, Christy's going to come up, and we're going to do communion. And and then we're going to... pray a little bit more for our pastor yes
5: I was uh thinking that was kind of neat that he ended on that because uh communion represents the full atonement and everything that Christ did for us and I was thinking about all the different places Christ bled for us you know the first place he bled was in the garden of Gethsemane because he was overcoming the human will And I know that I have a hard time overcoming my will, but Christ already made atonement for that, right? And then he also was whipped, and that was for our iniquities and um, for our healing. He also had his face beat up, and they pulled out his beard. What do you face? It's covered in the blood, right? Right. He also wore a crown of thorns that they pressed down on his head, and it caused him to bleed. What hat do you wear? Because it's covered in his blood. He also bled through his um, wrists down onto his hands. What do you put your hands to? It's covered in his blood. They pierced his side, just representing everything that's close to us, our families, our children, our grandchildren. What are we close to? It's covered in his blood. He was pierced through his ankles and it d- went down over his feet. Where do you go? It's covered in his blood. What an incredible thing the atonement is and the blood covering and that he, his body was crushed for us. He paid it all so we can receive it all. And it's, he, he extends forgiveness and he allows us to come and ask for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all that you've accomplished through your atonement. We thank you so much that this represents um, your blood shed for us and that you, at the night of, at this last supper, you took the bread and you broke it And you said, take and eat, for this is my body broken for you. And you took the cup, and you said, take and drink, for this is of the new covenant. We thank you, Father God, so much for what this accomplishes, that we have forgiveness, and that we can extend forgiveness because of your blood. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Would the ushers come up and... Uh, pass out the communion and you can sit and think about what God would say to you while you take your communion this morning. Thank you.